Monday, September 6th, Labor Day. This is the All Out Blitz podcast with Jeff and Brady. And we are here to do the final division in our record predictions before we get into, oh my gosh, can I say it? Week one of the 2021 NFL season. Yep. We covered all the AFC, all the NFC so far, with the exception of the NFC West. And our mm-hmm. predictions for what their records are going to be, who's going to win the division, who's going to move on to the playoffs this year. Uh, four more teams to go. Also, our super team of the division. See who we can pick up and, and create here and have a little fun with it. But before we hit that, let's talk a little news. Josh right. Norman. Gets signed by the Niners. The man who got Gronk spiked into the ground by, <laughs> by Derrick Henry. By the dump truck. Yep. By the dump truck. Yeah. I, eh, whatever. <laughs> That's how I feel about him at this point. I think he had one good year with the Panthers and has been... Got a big contract. Yep. And his then ego got high. Has been pretty much trash ever since. Yep. So, that's, you know, sometimes, most of the time, that's how it goes, honestly, but... You know, they have, uh, I'll, I'll tell you one thing, as I was looking over the, you know, to come up with some names for these super teams yeah. that we're going to create here pretty soon, um, the Niners in this division, honestly, probably has the most depth at all positions on defense. Yeah. And I'm sure they learned that from last year, you know, with all those injuries and everything on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah. Um, but they really do. I mean, I'm looking at some of these other teams like Seattle. And the Rams and their starting lineup looks pretty solid, but honestly, there's nobody after that. Like the depth is terrible in a lot of positions. Like maybe one, maybe two players, and you probably have no idea who they are. I know who the other cornerback is uh, Jason Barrett. Yeah, and it's not bad, you know. But it, I think when it comes to San Francisco. Uh, it's really going to be the defensive front and the linebackers because they're pr- they're very very good in those two levels. Um, safety is eh, corner is eh. Um, I'm gonna before before we really get into this, I honestly feel that Seattle has the worst defense in the division. Plain and simple. I just from from star player to depth. Um, I think the Rams have the worst depth, but their front set or their first team is pretty solid um, at all levels. So we'll see what happens, but I think the Seahawks have the worst defense in this division. And I think the Cardinals and the Niners are are pretty close to being tied for the first. Um, You know, looking over over the Cardinals' defensive depth chart, uh, it opened my eyes a little bit. You know, that offense doesn't have to be perfect with the defense that they have. Now, this, of course, if everyone stays healthy, which this is football, so they won't, uh, it'll be pretty interesting. Yeah. Any other news that you saw come across your uh, notifications or anything else you were looking uh, at that sounds Saints, interesting? The Saints re-signed Chris Hogan. Oh, boy. <laughs> they're not, they're not, they don't have too many wide receivers, do they? Uh... No. I mean, you got crybabies on the pup list. You got that rook, Callaway. That seems pretty solid. Chris Hogan. The Titans activated, uh, I think it's Jeff Swain 
from the COVID-19 list. Okay. Oh, speaking of that, because we're only, what, three days away from kickoff? Yep. Right? Did you see the news over the weekend about the Cowboys line? What was it, Zach Martin and another guy? They have all their vaccinations. They tested positive for COVID. Yeah. And their main, like their their best starting lineman is not going to be there when they play the ridiculous Tampa Bay front on Thursday night. Yeah, and they just and the Bucks just activated Ndamukong Sue off their list. Yeah, which is absolute insanity. Like I don't understand how all this. I mean, I'm not going to get into that kind of conversation on our podcast, but. I know, like, if players are not vaccinated, they have to get tested, like, constantly again, just like last year. And there's, like, a lot, a lot of restrictions. But if you were vaccinated, I thought it was a lot different. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, but that's terrible for Cowboys fans. Terrible for Dak coming back and not having one of his main linemen there. Uh, for Zeke running the ball, I mean, that just that can completely throw off their game plan, especially when you're playing a defense like Tampa's. I mean, the defensive front is just outstanding. And they have to go at it with, without one of their best linemen. It's unfortunate when you're starting a new year. Pittsburgh's optimistic for their uh, TJ Watt deal because he wants to be the highest paid like defensive player. Yeah, and to be quite honest with you, he deserves it. Yeah. I mean, there's no reason why he sh- I mean, he absolutely should have won defensive player of the year last year. Or the year before that. I, especially last year. I mean, he was unstoppable. And uh, I don't know. I just, you know, they don't, the Steelers don't have a history of paying people like that. So I wanna, I'm curious to see how they get this deal done and when. I mean, honestly, they should have, as soon as he asked what he wanted, that he should have gotten it. And let's call it a day. Maybe, it's just, just, maybe just, it's just that big of a contract. Well, just make sure it's a long term. Like do, and I'm not saying do a Mahomes type deal. You know what I mean? Half a billion dollars, but set it up for long term. Like this is a guy you want for a very long time in your organization. Yeah. Give him a six year. Give him a seven year, and give him a ton of money spread over that time. Maybe he wouldn't sign it though. I don't know. Younger guys are they're a little different these days. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Hey, come to Atlanta, man. I'm good with that. <laughs> if they won't pay you. Karen Rogers knows a lot about not signing the contract. Yeah, but that's how it goes. That's that's the life of an NFL superstar. Yeah. Um, all right, let's jump into NFC West. We have, of course, the Rams, the Niners, the Seahawks, and the Cardinals. Let's start with the Rams. Um, they, of course, have their new quarterback, Matty Stafford, yep. right? They just picked up Sony Michelle last week, right? Of course, they lost Cam Akers for the year, which is really unfortunate because that dude's a stud. Uh, but you got Daryl Henderson back there. You got Sony Michelle. You got Robert Woods. You got Cooper Cup. It's a pretty solid offense. And when you look at the defense, it's pretty. Like I said, the depth not so much, um, but the defense itself on paper looks pretty outstanding. I think the, the Rams could be. Uh, I don't want to say a surprise team because I don't think anybody's really sleeping on them. No. But I think I think they have a really good opportunity to be the top of this division. Oh, yeah. Um, let's start with regular season, all right? Rams schedule. You got week one home in SoFi against the Bears. Win. 
I think it's a win. You got week two at the Colts. I think it'll be a good game. Win. Um, yeah, I'll go win. Week three, they are home against Tampa. Awesome. I think it will be as well. Week four, you have a divisional matchup against the Cardinals. Win. Uh, yeah, I can go win. Week five at Seattle. Win. I'm going to go loss because I think they're going to split. Week six at the Giants. Win. Win. Week seven, Detroit. Win. Win. Week eight at Houston Texans. Win. Yeah, I'll go win. Week nine, Tennessee Titans. Awesome. I can go loss on that one. Week 10 at Niners. Win. Win. Week 11 at Green Bay. Awesome. Loss. Week 13, Jacksonville. Win. Win. Week 14 at Cardinals. Uh, win. I'm going to go loss here. Week 15, Seattle. Loss. Win. Week 16 at Minnesota. Loss. Loss. Week 17 at Baltimore. Loss. Loss. Week 18, Niners. Uh, win. Win. Man, we were pretty tight on that one. Oh, yeah, do you see Deshaun Watson's going to sit for this year? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Under, under investigation, you know, so he can't really do much. So what do you got as the as the Rams' um, overall record, I guess? 11-6. and six. Same here, dude. Yeah. Same here, and we were pretty, we were pretty even on most of those. Um, cool. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be a really tight division this year. Like, I think there's only going to it's probably going to be one, two, three games back between all these teams. I think they're all very much on the same level. I think what would make this interesting is that if the Niners were the Niners from two when they faced Casey, yep. When the Cardinals for when they went against Pittsburgh years ago, yeah, and then where the Rams are now, and then Seattle whenever they face Denver, yeah, that would, uh, be, that, that a would be a heck, fun division to that watch. That would be a heck of a division for sure. Definitely, that'd be a fun division to watch. It would absolutely the complete opposite of the Turley division. Yeah. <laughs> The elite division. Oh, man. Uh, all right, cool. Let's jump into the Niners. Uh, Yay. Let's talk regular season week one. They are away at the Detroit Lions. Win. I, I, I kind of want to say loss. Yeah, nice just, because of the, just because of the QB situation. That's, that's their main problem over there. I'm going to go loss. I'm going to give Detroit a win. That's their main problem over there is because they don't know who their QB is yet. And, like, we, yeah. like well, and, one is, and like, Detroit, three days. right, has Goff. Goff is familiar with the Niners from all his time. You know what I mean? Yeah. With all his time with the Rams. So I think that lends them a little bit of a little bit of an Edge. advantage from the uh, quarterback standpoint. Yeah. Um, week two, they are also away at Philly. Loss. Uh, I'll give him a win here. Uh, week three, home finally against Green Bay. Loss. Loss. Week four, Seattle. Loss. Um, I'll give him a win. Week five at Arizona. Win. Uh, win. Week six, bye. That's an early bye week. 
for the team that had a difficult time staying healthy last year. Uh, week seven, home against the Colts. Loss. Loss. Week eight at Chicago. Win. I think they're going to lose this one. I think by then. Yeah, I could see them. I think by then Justin Fields is starting. Or, do you mean Justin Fields or do you mean Trey Lance? I mean Justin Fields, which I think is going to boost the Bears. Yeah. And I think that'll give them the win over the Niners. Trey Lance is going to be starting by week three. If he's not already. Yeah, I would say if he doesn't come out in week one and take it over. Uh, Week nine, we have the Cardinals. Uh, when? I don't remember what I picked them in week five. I think I did lost the first time. I don't know. I'm going to do the opposite of whatever I did before. <laughs> I don't remember what it yeah. was. Week 10, uh, the Rams. Lost. So you have two divisions, and they're both two divisional games back-to-back week 9 and 10. They're both at home. Uh, I'm going to give a loss here as well. Week 11 at Jacksonville. Win. I'm going to go loss. Week 12, Vikings. Loss. Win. Week 13 at Seattle. Loss. Uh, win. Week 14 at Bengals. Loss. Win. Week 15, Falcons. Win. Loss. Week 16 at Tennessee. Loss. Loss. Week 17, Houston. Loss. Win. Week 18 at Rams. Ooh, that's a tough one to finish. Loss. That's a loss. What you got for them? I have them going 6 and 11. I have them going 10 and 7. Well, you have a lot more faith in them than, I, than it's, I do. It's the defense that I do. The defense I have faith in. The depth, the quality. That's what I have faith in. So if they are a healthy defense, they are on the winning side in the record aspect of football. The offense, honestly, I'm really not. I mean, it's weird when your tight end is your best pass catcher. Yeah. I don't have that kind of faith in Brandon Ayuk or Debo Samuel. I maybe, do Brandon Ayuk. Maybe they do better with Trey Lance. I really don't have faith in Jimmy G. I, I'm not going to lie. I don't have like the like a lot of faith in Trey Lance, honestly. Well, it's hard to at this point. You know what I mean? Well, just from like what I saw from the preseason game against the Chargers, yeah, the way he was just spraying like fire in the ball without like hesitation. Yeah, he's got a he's got a rocket though. I mean, for sure. Like he yeah, but that's going to result of a lot of interceptions if he doesn't think about it twice. That could, you know, a lot of a lot of coaches and fans and so called experts thought the same thing about John Elway. Is his his arm was too strong, you know? So he turned out to be <laughs> to be pretty decent. Uh, but we'll see what happens, you know, if they can settle him down and they can have him, you know, put a little touch on the ball, which he has the ability. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's also a lot more mobile than Jimmy G too. Mm-hmm. So if they get in trouble, he has a way to escape and he's very good with his legs. Yeah. So, all right, cool. Uh, well, we're a little more separated on that one, but that's all good. Let's go with the Seahawks. Hawks. Um, Offensively, they're about the same as they've always been, right? I mean, at least the last couple of years. Same QB. O-line. I don't say O line. I don't know if they did a whole lot of work on that. Same receivers, uh, running back. It you know, it's all good. But I don't know why they didn't try to trade for someone. I don't either, honestly. I mean, like, and, and losing KJ Wright and uh, Griffin on the defensive side, I think is going to be ridiculously 
impactful in a negative way. Um, but they we'll should have after like Orlando Brown or something like that. They should have done something really good, and they didn't. Signed Mitchell Schwartz. <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard any news on him. I th- thought he was going to retire. Or something, I'd say I'm assuming he's probably like considering retiring. Yeah, he was. I know that, but I figured he'd have something out by now. But we'll see what happens. But anyway, Seahawks. Hawks. Uh, week one at Indianapolis. When? Loss. <gasps> week two, home against the Titans. Loss. Loss. Week three at Minnesota. Win. Loss. What? I have them starting 0 3. Wow. You want to know why? Because they beat the Falcons in week one last year. No. Because these three teams have an amazing run game. And I don't think that Seattle defense is going to be able to hold up against this run game. That's my answer for it. Week four at the Niners. Win. Win. Week five at the Rams. Loss. Win. Week six at Pittsburgh. Win. Loss. What? Week seven. Saints. Win. Win. Week eight, Jacksonville. Win. Win. Week nine, bye. Week 10 at Packers. Win. Loss. Win. Week 11, Cardinals. Win. Win. Week 12 at Washington football team. Loss. Loss. Week 13 at, or I'm sorry, home against the Niners. Uh, win. Loss. <gasps> Week 14, Texans. Loss. No, I'm just win. Win. I, Texans are going to surprise people. You wait and see. Nah. I think they are. Like, they're I know, surprise people if they win more than eight games. I know we're not giving a lot of credit to them right now, but I, I have this weird feeling that they're going to actually do pretty well. The only way they're going to surprise people if they win more than three games. Hey, when you can line up 15 running backs, <laughs> you can do something with that them. quarterback, receiver, <laughs> you know, like a CMC situation going on over here. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> week 15 at the Rams. Loss. Loss. Week 16, Bears. Win. Win. Week 17, Lions. Win. Win. Week 18 at Cardinals. Loss. Win. I think they're going to come on strong like they normally do at the end. Uh, I have them going 9-8. and eight. I have them going 12-5. and f- five. Wow. I'm assuming you have them at the top of your division then. Yeah. Figured. All right. I have them going nine and eight. I just I think that defense is going to be their downfall. If Russell Wilson doesn't get killed in the pocket every time, like, well, that. But like, all they really have are linebackers, and they lost KJ Wright. You still got B Wags though. You have Wags. You have He's Jamal like, Adams. He's just a glorified linebacker. You have LJ Collier. Overrated, sa- overrated safety. Yeah, exactly. You have Quandry Diggs back there. That's about it's it. It's pretty good. Yeah. And that's literally Puna Ford they have up front. But that's literally all they got. They got some other guys that just fill in. So Sounds like some old tuna. <laughs> Puna. I, I have Seattle being third in this division this year and missing the playoffs. 
just don't see that because, like, when you think of the Seahawks, you think of a good team. You do. You think they pull out these weird games, right, at the end. That's usually what Russell does, but I think it's going to catch up to them. They're, they need some first-round draft picks. Not Rusty. They need some first-round draft picks. They don't got one for another eight years. I know, since until, like, 2052 or something. Yeah. Um, all right, so we got one, <laughs> one team Cardinals, to go. The team of all the 30-year-olds. Arizona Cardinals. The Larry Fitzgerald-less Cardinals. It's like he was going to do like some like reporting or some or commentating or something like that. Well, he hasn't even said he's retiring yet. Yeah, that's weird. Same with like Malcolm Butler as well. Yeah, because he has like a situation going on or something. So let's let's start with the cards. Week one, they are away at the Titans. Loss. I'm going to go win here. Week two, Minnesota. Loss. Loss. Week three at Jacksonville. Win. Loss. Week four at the Rams. Loss. Win. Week five, Niners. Loss. Win. Week six at the Brownies. Loss. Loss. Week seven, Houston. Win. Win. Week eight, Packers. Loss. Loss. Week nine, Niners. Uh, win. Win. Week ten, Panthers. Loss. Loss. Week 11 at Seattle. Loss. Win. Week 12 bye. Pretty good bye week for them. It's a little It's a little late, I'd say. It is, but that might be okay for them. Um, week 13 at Bears. Loss. Uh, I'm going to go loss as well. Week 14 Rams. Loss. I don't remember what I said before. I don't care at this point. <laughs> I'm, I'm just pulling whatever down. Uh, I think they're going to split it with the Rams. So whatever I said before is the opposite. <laughs> I don't remember. So. I really should have wrote it down. Week 15 at Detroit. Loss. I think Detroit could shock a few people this I year. Think, I, I think it's a loss as well. Week 16, Indianapolis Colts. Win. Win. Week 17 at Dallas. Um, uh, I'm going to give him a win here. I'll say loss. You got a loss. Okay. Week 18, Seahawks again. And I'm just going to choose opposite again. I think I chose win before. Uh, so I'll say loss. All right. So I have the Seahawks going 9-8 and eight as well. Or the I'm Cardinals. the Cardinals. Yeah. I have both of them going 9-8. and eight. Yeah, I honestly don't remember because my stupid phone deleted what I had written down. <laughs> so thanks, thanks Apple. This makes this a lot easier to work with. Exactly. I think I had them going like six and something. Okay. So I have I have the Rams on top of this division at eleven and six. The Niners second with at ten and seven, and the Seahawks and Cardinals tied for third with nine and eight. So they're all very. I mean, they're within a couple of games of each other. I have it like Seahawks, Rams, and then Niners and Cardinals. Okay. I think that's what it was last year. So. Yeah. Or actually, the Niners and uh, Cardinals are switched. Okay. Awesome. All right. Yeah. That is it for our record predictions, folks. We covered every the rest of the year in the National Football League. Uh, when the end of the season comes, Braid, we're going to have to uh, 
you're going to have to go back and listen to all these again. <laughs> yeah. Actually, no, you don't. I have them all written down. But we can compare at the end of the year and see how close we were or how really wrong and far away we were on yeah. a lot of these. Uh, all right, let's get into super team, shall we? Let's. All right, offensive side of the ball. We're going to start with the Cardinals. Okay. Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, A.J. Green, Max Williams, and Chase Edmonds. Okay. Seahawks, Rusty Russell Wilson, Tyler Lockett, D.K. Metcalf, Gerald Everett, Chris Carson. Rams, Maddie Stafford, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Tyler Higby, Daryl Henderson. Okay. Niners, I'll let you choose either Jimmy G or Trey Lance. I know you're not picking either of them anyway. No. George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, Raheem Mostert. Okay. All right. You want me to go first? Uh, I got mine down if you want me to. Go ahead. You go first. All right. So I got Matt Stafford. Yeah, buddy. Chris Carson. All right. Mostert. E.K. Metcalf. Okay. DeAndre Hopkins. Okay. And Tyler Higby. That's a solid squad, dude. Yeah. That is a solid squad. Um, all right. I'm going to go... My boy, Matty Stafford. Yeah, yeah. Cooper Cup. DK Metcalf. George Kittle. Chase Edmonds. Really? Yep. I think Chase Edmonds is going to have a good year. I think he's a sleeper pick. For all you fantasy people out there, I think... Chase Edmonds is going to have one heck of a year. That's right. I said it. Good. Do it, Chase. Do it. All right. Defensive side of the ball. You ready? Yeah. Think about this, okay? When you're, when you're thinking your records, think about some of these players right here. Cardinals. J.J. Watt. Okay. Chandler Jones. Isaiah Simmons. Buda Baker. Marcus Golden. Okay. Seahawks. Bobby Wagner. Jamal Adams. Quandry Diggs. LJ Collier. Puna Ford. Okay. Rams. Aaron Donald. Leonard Floyd. Jalen Ramsey. Taylor Rapp. Jordan Fuller. Okay. Niners. Eric Armstead. Javon Kinlaw. Nick Bosa. Fred Warner. Jimmy Ward. Okay. That's it. I got mine down. This is hard on some levels right now. Go ahead. Go for it. Uh, I got Aaron Donald. Okay. Nick Bosa. Solid. Chandler Jones. Bobby okay. Wagner. Okay. Um, 
Did you say Jason Barrett? I did not, but if you want to add him, go no. for it. I, I did. Okay. And then I got Jamal Adams. Okay. This is tough for me. Um, aren't very good DBs. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Defensive line. Oh, this is tough, man. Jeez. Um, Aaron Donald for sure. Okay. And just because I'm gonna go JJ Watt. I thought about it like age wise. I know. I did too. But both of these guys, no matter how hurt they are or anything, they both have just unstoppable motors, which I love. That's why I'm mad in the game. The X Factor, unstoppable force. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to go Watt and Donald. Um, Linebackers have to go B Wags. Yep. And Fred Warner. Really? Yep. Highest paid backer in the league. And my defensive backfield, I got to go Buda Baker and Jalen Ramsey. Mr. Chase Down. I got to go with them. A solid team, too, man. Oh, my gosh. It'd be insanity. I took Jason Verrett out and put Jalen Ramsey. Did you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, when you look at this defense, right, the Cardinals look really, really good on paper. Just yeah. having the players that we – and there are some – they had some guys on, on – I don't want to say reserve, but as backups um, that can fill in there. They look pretty good. Seahawks, those – Five players that I named, they don't have much more than that. No. The Rams, they don't have much more than what I called there either, <laughs> which is unfortunate for them. Yeah. Um, the Niners, amazing, amazing players on this team, and they just have so much depth at every single level. It's unbelievable. That's why I think defensively, they're gonna, if they can stay healthy, it's going to give them quite the advantage. Of, of actually having a pretty decent record and battling for the top of this division again. But if they can't put points on the board and the defense gets hurt, expect them to be near the bottom. So, anything else you want to cover, my man? No. No? All right, sweet. Well, that is it for us here at the All Out Blitz podcast. We covered every single division Record predictions for the 2021 NFL season. We also had our super teams for each division as well. A good combination of the offensive side and defensive side of the ball. Um, dude, next episode we do is week one preview. Yeah. Where we're going to cover all the games starting week one, just three days from now on Thursday Night Football, opening up with the Dallas Cowboys and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We're going to make all of our picks. We're going to have a game of the week a game for you to watch out for, and then also our Turlet Bowl of the Week. Which game really sounds completely uninteresting? It's hard to pick one on week one because I really just want to watch football. <laughs> like, yeah. I just don't care. Um, our first game's in two days. It is. We have our first junior high game on Wednesday night. Yeah. So whoever made the schedule, thank you. Because all of our other games are Thursday nights. Yeah. But week one of the NFL season, somehow, it was changed from Thursday to Wednesday night. Must be. They must, I hope, want, they must I have hope, wanted to watch. Yeah, I hope the weather gets a little better. They're calling for some storms. So hopefully that'll clear by Wednesday night. Yeah. Um, but we'll see what happens. But either way, we got a lot of football going on this week. Yeah. Um, we'll catch you in another episode. I would say enjoy football, but we're going to talk again before one more time. game one. 
of the NFL season. So from us here at the All Out Blitz podcast, have a great Monday. Yep. And we'll catch you at some point, probably tomorrow, Mm. to talk week one in the NFL season. So from us here, peace out. Rise and bolt up.